Hey everybody, what's going on? Hope you guys are having a great week. We're coming back at it with the week four recap. We'll be going over all the hype from week four, recapping the games. I'm going to give you guys my new and improved power rankings like we've been doing. Some more key fantasy players to add. Some of the same, some are different to help you get that fantasy win this week. As usual, we're going to start the, the short episode off. With going over some of the games, I hope you guys don't mind keeping the episode short, shorter. That keeps the people more involved and they don't lose their attention. So I could talk on here for hours. I love talking about sports, especially NFL. But I know people don't like listening to certain things for long periods of time. So that's why I keep my videos between 10 to 12 minutes usually, or episodes. So starting off with... Uh, Thursday night football. Eagles at Packers. Eagles get the dub, 34-27. Jordan Howard, huge game from him. Packers still a good. Adams went out in the fourth quarter due to a toe injury. I'm not sure if he's going to play this week in fantasy, so make sure to check your lineups there. But Eagles got a strong win, and uh, they're starting to get back into shape, especially with all their injuries they've had with Ashawn Jeffrey. Deshaun Jackson's almost back, so they're looking pretty good. Redskins at Giants, Daniel Jones. The Daniel Jones effect is is for real. Twenty four to three over the Redskins. Redskins are awful. But um Wayne Gallman's strong game. We're gonna talk about more talk a little bit more about him later. Um Chiefs Lions, great game. Great game. Lions going in as undefeated. You know, they tied week one. And the Chiefs are obviously the Chiefs. Chiefs go in to Detroit and get the dub. Thirty four to thirty on a last minute. Touchdown by the backup running back to Ashawn McCoy Williams since Damian Williams was out. But um, Mahomes was kept scoreless. No touchdowns by Mahomes, and they still won 34-30. Um, Titans-Falcons. Falcons are not good. Um, Titans played strong, though. Mariota's looking pretty good, 24-10. Browns upset the Ravens in Baltimore, 40-25. OBJ held to nothing, basically. With Jarvis Landry getting all the work, like 15-plus catches, unreal. And not only that, Nick Chubb, career day, absolutely killed it. He had one of his best games in the NFL. Um, Raiders-Colts, Raiders actually beat the Colts in Indy, 31-24. Um, some no-name Raiders getting some getting some touchdowns. And Brissett uh, still looks strong, though. Colts moved to 2-2. Two two. Oh, sorry. Another great game. Patriots at Bills. 16-10, your final. Both defenses played fantastic. Patriots defense, I think, had, what, three or four interceptions. Bills defense um, only held them to 16, held Brady scoreless. So that's pretty impressive. That That's hard to do. And so credits to the Bills. They're, they're a pretty good team. Um, Panthers at Texans. Panthers upset the Texans, I guess. Um, Deshaun Watson in that offense does not look good at home. On the road, Completely different story. Um, Texans on the road are a much better and different team than they are at home. And the Panthers with Kyle Allen, you could say the exact same thing. With Cam Newton still out, which is for the better for them. Kyle Allen knows how to distribute the ball and can actually throw accurately while getting the ball to McCaffrey almost every single play. So they got something good going on there. They they, they win 16-10. Chargers-Dolphins, Chargers win by 20-30-10. Not much there besides Melvin Gordon coming back and getting a few reps. Um, Buccaneers-Rams. This game... Oh, excuse me. This game was awesome. 
Buccaneers put up, I think it was a career high, 55 points. And they just kept on scoring and scoring and scoring. And in the end, Nekdamakon Sue comes back to haunt the Rams. Goes off the game with a fumble six. Um, Jamie's, or Jameis, very good, very strong day from him. Godwin, Chris Godwin, had the game of his career. With, and I think in PPR, he had around 45 fantasy points, two touchdowns, like 12 catches or something like that. Some double-digit number of catches. So, great game there. And Buccaneers upset the Rams. Wow. This. And then moving on to Seahawks Cardinals, 27-10. Not much there. Clowney with a pick six. Um, Vikings at Bears. Bears defense is just unreal. Vikings take the L. And that offense is struggling. Kirk Cousins getting some heat for it. And uh, rumor has it Stephon Diggs could be going bye-bye. Could be getting traded soon. So, more news to come on that. Jaguars going to Denver and win on a last-second field goal. How about that? The Gardner Minshew effect. This guy's 2-1 and one with like a, a completion percentage of 69.420. Yes, I know. Perfect, right? As all things should be. He's got the stash. He's got the numbers. He's getting some dubs. Jags moved 2-2. Two and two. As the Broncos moved 0-4. Oh and four. Ouch. And Bradley Chubb out for season. Yikes. Cowboys at Saints, Sunday Night Football going into it. was like, wow, what a great game. After I'm like, yeah, no. Cowboys lost to the Saints. Are st- look, the Saints are still good. They're not nearly as good as they are with Drew Brees, obviously. But Bridgewater is getting the job done. They go to Seattle, and they win. They come home and play Dallas, who's 3-0, and they beat them. So they're not putting up a lot of points. But Teddy Bridgewater is getting the job done consistently. And the Cowboys, yeah, sorry. Sorry, man. Only putting up 10 points. Yeah, that's, that's not going to cut it. Um, Steelers, Bengals at Steelers. Both 0-3 going into it. 27-3 is your final. Steelers just demolished them. Um, let's look ahead at next week at some of the best games. Rams at Seahawks definitely is a great game. And that's Thursday night football. So that will be on October 3rd. That's probably the best game of the week. Um, another, another really good game you could probably say is, uh, Packers Cowboys for sure. Packers at Cowboys. That's a great game. And you got Colts at Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. I wonder if the Colts will be able to hang with them at all. I doubt it, but you never know. Never know. Reset kid. Yeah, actually no, there's, there's no way, right? No. My home's after not scoring last week. He's got to drop at least three or four touchdowns. So that's it for the recap and the look ahead. Recap of week four, look ahead of week five. Now let's kind of get into my power rankings. Number one, Patriots did the same. Number two, Chiefs did the same. Number three, here they come, the Saints. Saints come marching up by about five spots. Four, Rams. Rams drop one spot after the loss at home. Five Cowboys after the loss on the road to the Saints. Six Bears after their win against Minnesota. Seven Packers after their loss at home to the Eagles. Eight Seahawks who are three and one who look pretty good. Nine 49ers who are still unbeaten three and zero. Ten Bills three and one but they still played strong against the Patriots. Eleven Ravens. That one's tough. Two and two. Just lost to the Browns. 
I don't know. Twelve. Uh, um, this one's a little interesting. Buccaneers. They're only two and two, but they looked obviously really good against the Rams. So to kind of end off this episode, going into Week Five, um, I've got some key fantasy players for you guys to add. Um, they're some are a little sneakier than than others, but they can definitely contribute to your victory this week if you need them to. Number one, stay the same. Wayne Galman back up to Saquon Barkley. Um, Barkley is actually projected to come back sooner, a lot sooner rather than later, in like two or three weeks. So Galman's a short, a short-term option, but while, if he's still available, pick him up and play for the next two weeks for sure. Um, number two, we also see the same Marquez Valdez Scantling with Devontae Adams possibly not playing. He could definitely be getting some more work. Um, also, Geronimo Allison's in play. Jimmy Graham's also in play. Um, number three, I put Ronald Jones. Even though he's splitting carries with Peyton Barber, their offense is starting to click. They're both so they're splitting like ten carries, ten to twelve, fifteen carries a game. So if if Jones can find the end zone, he's he's looking pretty good. Number four, I moved up Jacoby Brissett. He's consistently getting it done on the Colts. He's ranked in the top ten for fantasy quarterbacks. The man knows how to throw touchdowns. He struggles with turnovers, but he, he consistently finds his... He, he's very accurate with the ball. Okay. Excuse me. Oh, he's very accurate with the ball, and good things happen when you're accurate. As you can see, Cam Newton, no. No, I'm taking a shot. I can I Cam a lot tonight. But Brissett, when, when you're that accurate... Good good things happen. You get the ball into the receivers' hands. Just let them make plays. Even without Ty, they lost, but they still put up twenty four, which isn't bad. So, number five, I will absolutely love this guy. Heavy sleeper, Auden Tate. Yes, do you even know who that is? Auden Tate for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, they're zero four. I don't care. You, I don't know if you heard the news or not, but John Ross got put on IR. AJ Green hasn't even started practicing yet. I mean, this leaves a perfect opportunity for Auden Tate at the wide receiver two spot, especially when Boyd does not have a good matchup. Auden Tate is going to be the guy, besides maybe a little bit of Tyler Eifert. So those are some key fantasy players to add. Thank you guys for listening so much to this week four recap episode and a look ahead of week five. I'll be back next week with the recap of week five. And um, hope you guys keep tuning in, and thanks for listening.